Good Friday morning. Today is December 21st. We've made it through another week. You did it. You did it. You did it. You have a weekend. Most of you may have off Monday. So that means we should see a lot of people on for the devotion because it will be our last day of 12 days of Christmas. So we had another huge week for our devotions this week. Uh, if you've missed out, we started at day seven. So uh, seven was the fruit of the spirit. Eight was the Beatitudes. Nine was, I'm having to go through on the fly. Nine was the, um, the, I'm sorry, the gifts were seven. Nine was the fruit of the spirit. Yesterday, we talked about the 10 Lords leaping the 10 commandments. And today, Friday, we finally made it. We're doing the 11 pipers piping. So we, we, <laughs> covered a more ground this week in in regards to our 12 days of christmas so thank you for all those that have been tuning in and following along i feel like it's been phenomenal and it i've i've learned a lot I've, i i personally have learned a lot so if i've learned a lot i know that you guys have learned a lot as well so one thing that i wanted to do before we we hop in is do you do you watching, do you have any topics or anything that you would want to learn more about? Or or maybe you have uh, some kind of ideas. Cody, you could talk about this or talk about that. You know, we're approaching the new year. So we're, we're going to be talking about some goals and, and things like that. But how do we relate that to the Bible? And, and what are we going to do at the start of the new year? So if there's any th topics or anything that you want me to cover, I would love to do that. I think it would be interactive. I think it would be fun. I'm also working on for, for 2019 is, is figuring out how to better get people on so we can have more more guests on Closet Conversations so that way more people can use their gifts. I mean, there's a lot of people out there that have the gift of teaching and have the gift of knowledge to be able to share the word. So I want to bring that I want to bring that into closet conversation. So uh, if you missed yesterday, we talked about the Ten Commandments. It was absolutely incredible. We learned that the Ten Commandments were, it, it's not a set of rules as, as and, and uh, to, to constrain us and to, to, to make us feel like we don't have any free will. It was, it was more along the lines of the same way that we give our children rules and regulations around the house. And one of the most profound things that I, I discovered yesterday, and I asked this during the message and I, and I shared it at the end, if the Ten Commandments are so terrible, which one would you remove? And nobody was able to put any, any of those Ten Commandments on there. So if you think about it, it's not, it's not a, a you've got to do this where, you know, your grandma's pointing your finger at you and, you know, you're under the law and it's something terrible to, to do. It's, it's not that. It's, it's rules and laws to keep us safe and to keep us prosperous and to keep us having a blessed life. So if you want to go back and listen to that, that is on the podcast channel and it's also on YouTube. If you if you don't follow me on YouTube, will you do that? Will you take a moment? We're at 44 followers. If we get to 100 subscribers, not followers, if we get to 100 subscribers, we get to name a custom URL. So we could we could definitely do closet conversations with Cody. So the YouTube URL is right up there. If you would click that and just sign into your account and, and subscribe for me, that would be wonderful. That'd be a great Christmas 
gift and guess what it's free so if you have multiple accounts give me multiple presents and and subscribe to the youtube channel <laughs> uh, anyway let's get started so the 11 pipers piping we are talking about the of uh, the 11 faithful disciples so the 11 faithful disciples we know that there were 12 disciples and we know that out of the 12 one of them betrayed jesus and and so we're going to be looking at the 11 faithful disciples today and again just like the 10 commandments yesterday we have talked about the disciples so i did did some more research this morning did some more studying and got some some really good nuggets for us to chew on for today and over the weekend so in the bible there there were there were 12 disciples and the reason that and from from my studying there was there's one author that um it, it makes a lot of sense the number 12 is significant so there were 12 disciples even though jesus knew judas iscariot was going to betray him he still had 12 disciples judas iscariot still saw and witnessed all the miracles everything that jesus did judas iscariot was still there so he was part of that 12 all the way up until right before jesus was was captured and to be crucified and and he was there at the last supper i mean think about that so we we, we were, we're talking about 11 but there were 12 judas iscariot was was there at the last supper and the 12 if we if we go back and kind of do an overview of the whole bible 12 is important 12 in the bible 12 like 7 it frequently suggests completeness and perfection think about this in the old testament how many tribes were there how many sons of israel were there of jacob israel how many sons did he have? He had 12. Joseph was 11. Number 11. He was son number 11. So we see that there, there was all Israel. There was 12 tribes of Israel. That, that comes from Genesis 49, 28. And then it's also Joshua 13 through 19. And the book of Revelation also provides numerous references to the number 12. Let me just go through them real quick. 12 the 12 tribes of Israel, which are sealed and protected, and that's Revelation 7, 5 through 8. There are 12 stars in the woman's crown, which is Israel, symbolizing 12 sons of Jacob, Revelation 12, 1. There are 12 gates of the great high wall on the New Jerusalem, Revelation 12, 12. 12 angels guarding the heavenly gates, Revelation 12, 12. 12 apostles of the Lamb part of the church in the body of Christ, Revelation 12, 14, 12, 12, 12, 12, 12, 14. They're all in the same chapter. 12 pearls or precious stones of different colors adorning the 12 foundations, Revelation 21, 14. 12 crops of fruit continuing, continually producing wholesome and pleasant fruit, Revelation 22, 2. And the mention of 12 also appears in the New Testament. Jesus spoke at the temple. How old was Jesus at the temple when he spoke? Anyone want to guess? He was 12. And, and we see that he Luke 2, 42, and also in 40, verses 49 through 52, that was also the time that Mary and Joseph, his parents, lost Jesus. Yes, they lost the Son of God. 
They're like, where, where, where's Jesus? We haven't seen him in three days. And then they show up and he's at the temple preaching, doing the will of his father. So he was 12 at the, at the, when he was at the temple. Jesus raised Jairus's 12-year-old daughter from a death-like state. We talked about that three weeks ago. One of the miracles that, that Jesus did when um, the Jairus, he was on the way. That's when the woman touched the hem of his garment. And, and he was on the way to heal that little girl. But the, the woman touched him with his garment and the power left him. And the last but not least, the miraculous multiplication of the loaves and fishes providing how many baskets of leftovers? You guessed it. If you said 12, you got it right. So 12 is important. 12 symbolizes numbers are important. So, so as, as you're going through, numbers are very important. So as Jesus' immediate followers, the 12's faithful obedience would be challenged over and over and over. And, and that's one thing I want to stop right there. Have you noticed that our obedience is what is challenged the most? It's our obedience. It's, it's, it's the obedience to get up out of bed and, and to continuously do a devotion live every day of the week minus the weekends it's the continuous obedience to go and pray at church five times a week for our nation for our church body for the revival for fill in the blank it's 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 our obedience and when when our obedience is in line with scripture and in line with jesus that's when things start happening and and so their obedience was challenged repeatedly. And, and, and it's no different than our obedience. I, I, I struggle to get up some mornings I'm like, oh, if it would just be so nice to sleep in. How many other people in the world are sleeping in? Why do I have to be the one to get up and do a devotion? But then it's, it's a perspective. It's like, Cody, get up. It's, it's your obedience. And in those mornings when, and I've, I've been transparent with you before, I've told you, I'm like, I don't want to be here, but it's those mornings that God moves the greatest because it's out of my obedience. It's out of our obedience that God is able to move. Amen. Be, so just obey. So we also see that in, in Matthew 19, Jesus said to the disciples, I tell you the truth, all the renewal of all things, when the Son of Man sits on his glorious throne, you have followed me, will also sit on twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. So we see that that Jesus is telling the disciples, listen, be obedient. This is what's coming. This is what's coming down the pipe. You you can't see it, but I can. I have the ability to see ahead. And this is what's going to happen. Your obedience is going to allow you to sit on 12 thrones, judging the 12 tribes of Israel. And now we're going to learn, how, how did he choose the disciples? What, what was special? What did he have to do? Before he was able to even choose the disciples, and we did talk about this the last time we talked about the disciples, but Jesus had just come out of the wilderness. Jesus was in the wilderness for, for 40 days, and he was tested by the enemy himself, Satan himself. Three separate tests. And he was in there fasting. And, 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 and Satan said, listen, I will give you, I'll give you back the keys to 
the king, the keys to everything. And, and Jesus didn't waver. But it was after that, it was after he came out of the wilderness, after he came out of the testing, after he showed his obedience to God, then he chose the disciples. So after Jesus had endured the temptation in the wilderness, he returned to Galilee in the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, this is where we're going we're gonna to have another stopping point. He tried to speak to his town, hometown of Nazareth, but was rejected. So spiritually blinded were the people there that the people in the synagogue tried to kill Jesus by attempting to throw him off a cliff. And, and that's another thing that, that I experienced when I first came to Jesus. So if there's any, if there's any new believers or anybody that's, that's, that's kind of facing adversity with your family, maybe you're the only one saved. Maybe you're the only believer right now in your family, and you're going to be the only one at the dinner table. But I, but I challenge you. I, I encourage you. I implore you. Be bold at the Christmas dinner table. Be bold and say, let's, let's say a prayer of thanksgiving. Let's pray. And when, you, when, 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 when everyone agrees to you praying, you pray like you've never prayed before. It doesn't matter if it takes two minutes and the food gets cold. That's why we have a microwave. But I'm encouraging you to be bold and, and to pray. But we're going to see that in our own, in our own families. And, and, and like I said, I experienced it when I first came to Jesus. I, 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 I was so on fire. I was, I was ready. I was... I was just sharing the gospel with everybody. And my family looked at me and said, mm, it's just a phase. It's going to pass. You don't believe that. You don't really believe that. You're not going to live up to that. You're not going to do that. It's true. It's true. And it's, it's our, our, our inner circle that we have a trouble witnessing to. It's no different than Jesus, Nazareth. Jesus of Nazareth, as he was born there. So people saw his life. They're like, well, I know Jesus. He's not the, he's not the Messiah. He's not the son of God. Cody, I saw him. He was, he was in the bars. He was smoking. He was whatever. Cody, he's not a Christian. He, he won't do great things for the kingdom. It's happened. So if you're there, I just want to encourage you. Keep pushing forward. Keep being obedient. Keep going. Don't let the people in your circle dictate what you do for the kingdom. It because it, it happens. It happens all the time. So the Jesus then moved his home base to Capernaum, which is a beautiful town nearby, and it's on the edge of the Sea of Galilee. But the cool thing is, is the prophet Isaiah in Isaiah 9.1, it prophesied that Jesus would live in Capernaum. In the future, Jesus, and this is the scripture 9.1, in the future, Jesus will honor Galilee of the Gentiles by the way of the sea along the Jordan. And the selection of the twelve demanded such utmost deliberation as well as sacrifice. Prior to Jesus choosing these men, he fervently sought the will of God the Father. Jesus went out to the mountainside and spent the night praying to God, which was Luke. 612. And one, one other thing before we're, we're getting close to, to closing, the 12 had very little common with one another. Listen, listen to this lineup of, of disciples, one unpredictable fisherman, possibly one with a bias against Nazareth, which is where Jesus was from. 
a fanatic Jewish nationalist, a despised tax collector, a skeptic pessimist, doubting Thomas, two sons of thunder with explosive tempers. Hello, Simon Peter chopping off the ear of <laughs> the ear of the soldier in the Garden of Gethsemane, and a covetous betrayer, Judas Iscariot. He showed displeasure when they, oh, by the way, they argued among themselves about which disciple would be the greatest. He showed displeasure when they contradicted him repeatedly, repeatedly. Jesus said, listen, I am about to be betrayed. I'm about to die and I'm about to resurrect and be at the right hand of God. But the, the disciples still faltered. They still didn't get it. And, and that leads me to, it leads me to us. You know, some of us are out there and, and, and we hear it on Sunday mornings. We don't have to be perfect to come to Jesus. Looking at the disciples, looking at the people that Jesus suffered temptation for. He was in the wilderness for 40 days. That he went on the mountainside and prayed all night. Yet he still chose broken and busted people. Why? Why? Why would he choose? Why wouldn't he choose a Pharisee? Why wouldn't he choose the the Sadducees? Why wouldn't he choose somebody that knew all the law and and, and had it all together that was already in church? Why would he? Why would he not choose people like that? Because their obedience wasn't there. And yes, we see that their obedience faltered. We we just learned that they faltered because he, even though Jesus told them that he was going to leave, they they faltered. They missed the mark. Right, Simon Peter was in was in the, the the courtyard, and he, the 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 rooster crowed three times. He missed it. They all missed it. I miss it. We 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 miss it. But the thing that God is looking for, and and this is this is the 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 sum of of this message today. God doesn't need you to be perfect to come to Him. He doesn't need you to have it all together. To come to him, you simply need to come. That's it. There's nothing more than that. It's literally one step in front of the other. It's one small choice to not do this sin, to not do that sin, to not look at this, to not say that, to not think this. It's one choice after another. It's one small step. That's all God is looking for. Literally, one obedient step. All right, God, I'm, I'm choosing to come to you today. If that's you, reach out to me. I'm choosing to come to you today. Lord, I lay it all down. I, I, I've been working to try to get it perfect, but, but, but the more I try to be perfect, the more I mess up, the more I screw up, the more I knock things down, the more I do damage. So God, I just release it. I just release it. And out of my obedience, Lord, I lay it down and I choose to follow you. Just like the disciples. And 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 as you as you take, it's not, it's not, God's not going to throw you in front of a pulpit, or God's not going to throw you somewhere immediately, unless you just have that calling in your life and 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 you've already kind of been walking in that. God's going to prepare you just like he prepared the disciples. He was with them for three years. Jesus was with the disciples for three years at his ministry. He he was baptized in, in the, the Jordan at, at 30, and he left this earth 33. So 
that's the disciples got to walk with him. They were spent every day with him. So if we spend every day with Jesus, we will be more like Jesus. If you hop on and you watch these devotions, you are going to learn more about your heavenly father. You're going to fall more in love with him. And when you fall more in love with him, you are not going to want to do anything that hurts his heart. Is this making sense? We don't need to have it all together. Just come. And, and so the, what I'm going to close with is what is stopping us from being a disciple with Jesus? We have 10 days until the new year. What are we going to, what are you going to do with a brand new year? What do you, and I know we're 10 days away and we're going to talk about some things closer to the time, but what, what is stopping us from being a disciple of Jesus? You take an inventory. What is it? Are you afraid that you're going to have to, you're going to have to, to lay down your life and, and, and people are going to make fun of you and you can't go to the parties anymore. You can't smoke weed. You can't drink alcohol. You can't whatever, have premarital sex. You, is that what you're worried about? Is that it? Because if that's what you're worried about, I can tell you none of that, none of that is worth having a relationship hearing the voice of God, feeling the love of God, leading someone else to the presence of God, the drinking, the sex, the drugs, none of it compares to having a relationship with Jesus. None of it. I, I, I've done it. I, I was there. I did all of that. I, I can tell you, if I could go back, I would not do it. I would be like, God, get to me sooner. Get to me sooner so I could be, so I could impact more lives. So whatever, I don't know why I'm preaching the salvation message, but that, that I'm, I'm being obedient. So if, if, if you're out there and you're, you're saying, Cody, I, I'm, I'm tired of running. I, I've been fighting to keep it all together and I can't. Please reach out to me. I will pray with you. I'll be, it'll be confidential. I'm not going to share, hey, this person just called me. I, it's not like that. But I want you to have that relationship. I do. Because it's the sweetest thing that you can have. Amen. All right. So we're going to close in prayer. Thank you for tuning in. You, we hope that you have a wonderful weekend. We are going to be here on on Monday. We're going to finish up the with the, the Apostles' Creed, the 12 days of Christmas. We're going to finish with the Apostles' Creed. So we're going to do a little bit more learning. And then we're going to celebrate Christmas. So thank you for tuning in this week. Have a wonderful week. Let me pray, and we'll get you on your way. Father, we thank you so much for your word today. Father, we thank you for the theme that you've taught us, which is obedience. And Father, that we don't need to have it all together to come to you. So Lord, for those people that are on the fence that are, or that are struggling today, that maybe, they're, maybe their walk with you, maybe their relationship with you is, is not where it needs to be. Father, I pray that you'd bring conviction where convictions needed and Lord that you would show your grace and your mercy at the same time. So Father, there's no condemnation from you. Just love. It's just love. It's it's always love from you. Everything that you do is out of love. So Father, I pray that you would just release your love on those people, on those the 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 sons and daughters that aren't walking the way that you need them to walk and Father this the sons and daughters that haven't come to you yet. The prodigals, Lord, I pray for them. I pray for the prodigals that they would return, that they would realize that they're eating out of the slop with the pigs. Father, that they could be dining with the King of Kings. 
and the Lord of Lords. So Father, I pray for, for both of those people groups today. I pray, Lord, that you would just reveal yourself. You would, you would bring them into your loving arms with compassion and mercy. And Father, we pray for this day. We thank you that it's, it's Friday. Lord, may you provide divine appointments for us, Lord, to, to share your word, to share a, a timely word for someone that needs it. Lord, give us the boldness and, and uh, to share your gospel, to share your grace, to share what you did on the cross for us. And Father, we thank you for, for sending Jesus as, as an atonement for our sins. Father, may we never take the greatest gift for granted. And Lord, we pray that you prepare our hearts today to, to just be obedient to you. Lord, it's all about obedience. And we thank you that your mercies are new every morning. We thank you that the blessings that you're going to bestow upon us. And Father, we take the full armor of God as we prepare for battle, as we wage war for your kingdom. Lord, we love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Have a wonderful weekend. We will see you bright and early Monday. And if you need a home church or if you want to check out the North Georgia Revival, we will be having a service on Monday or Sunday morning, starts at 1030, and then we'll have the North Georgia Revival service starts at 6. If you would like to get there for prayer, it starts at 5 p.m. I would love for you to be my guest. Come and see me, and I'll give you a big hug. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on Monday.